You're listening to the Stronger Marching Podcast. What's up, guys? My name is Jonathan Martin. I am a composer, arranger, and a marching arts designer based out of Nashville, Tennessee. And this is the Stronger Marching Podcast, where we talk about all things marching music education. And that is exactly how we look at it around here. We look at marching band as the marching arts activity, as an educational experience, as something that students are impacted by, and as something that drives them towards uh, performing at a higher level and achieving musical excellence. So I'm so glad you've stopped by to give the podcast a listen. If this is your first time listening through, make sure you uh, scroll through a couple of the previous episodes that I've put out. Uh, Hope that you find what what you or hope that you find really great, interesting stuff here. This is a show for band directors, for band students, for uh, marching band designers, for students or people who want to become marching band designers. It's just an open conversation about pretty much anything and everything in the marching arts activity. So, so glad you stopped by. So today um, we're going to be talking about uh, custom marching band uniforms. Man, it's kind of a big topic in our activity and it's been kind of a big topic for several years. And I actually had the pleasure of designing custom uniforms um, probably six years ago now. Um, And I learned a ton, guys. There is so much to know. And so if you can learn from my mistakes, then that'll save you some time and probably also some money and will take some of the stress out of it. So, you know, I got to design custom marching band uniforms. And here is an episode of things that I wish I knew. And, um, you know, we're just really going to talk about, first of all, kind of how custom uniforms are different than traditional uniforms? Are they right for your group? Do you need them to succeed? Um, you know, they're, they're quickly becoming a staple of our activity at a myriad of price points and with a number of options. You know, how do you know where to start? Well, spoiler, you do not need custom uniforms to succeed in marching band. You do not need to go spend tons and tons of money. Even if you're com- competing at you know a regional or a high level, you don't have to go you know, spend thousands of dollars on custom uniforms. However, it is an option and there are really some great options out there that allow you to pursue designing custom uniforms at a price point and at um, really an achievable uh, design place that it, that is achievable for almost every group. So are, are custom uniforms necessary to succeed? And if not, or if so, it seems like everyone's doing it, right? Well, I think the, the first thing we always have to talk about on this episode is what is the purpose? of your custom uniforms. What is the purpose? Well, we say education is first and foremost, but logistically, what is the purpose? Are you coming to the end of your lifestyle on your traditional uniforms? Are you, you know, looking for something that's going to convey a theme or a design? Um, and then are you designing these for your marching band? Are you designing them for your like indoor drum line? Are you designing them for your guard? Are you designing them for, you know, indoor, outdoor, that type of thing? The usage of these things all gives us a guiding place to where we can, you know, say, oh, okay, this is what, um, you know, if you're going to use this uniform for several years, then likely you're not going to design something that's just good for this year's theme. You're going to design something that's more ambiguous, maybe with school colors. Um, You know, you're going to, uh, you know, allow that to last the, you know, stand the test of time a little bit, not for 10 years, but, you know, for a couple of years, you know? And so I think the beautiful thing about custom uniforms is that they are so flexible and we'll get to uh, the idea of they, they are literally flexible. Uh, they allow your students to move a lot easier for sure, but they are so flexible to what you need. 
they are absolutely fully custom. You can do anything you want with uniforms. Now, depending on your price point, there's a myriad of options that you can add or take away or, you know, styles and fabrics and additions and all these things. And we'll get into that here in a second. But, you know, really the, the question is, what is, what's your need? What's your purpose? Um, when I designed uniforms, it was because we were just starting an indoor drum line and we needed uniforms. We needed something for the students to wear on the, um, on the floor, on the court. And what was actually really cool about it is I was in, I was a student at the time and I was in that winter drumline group. So I got to wear the uniform that I designed, which was really awesome. Um, actually it's the cover art currently, uh, as this episode gets, um, released the uniforms on the cover art. Those are the uniforms that I designed. So, um, really the, the inspiration for those was we knew that we likely weren't going to be able to afford something every single year. And we had, um, I, I ran a community funding campaign, and we had enough money donated. We actually had several donors and then one major donor that really came in and <clears throat> donated over and above what we needed. So we were able to get everything we needed, but we knew we probably weren't going to be able to do that every year. So the school colors were blue and white, but we wanted something that wasn't just a traditional like school band uniform. We wanted something that was a little bit more, like I said, ambiguous, um, something that could have been used in multiple ways. We wanted something that was light, that it didn't necessarily uh, give off, you know, bright and colorful vibes, but it didn't necessarily give off, you know, dark undertones of, you know, like sorrow and sadness, you know, we could have went with more blacks and blues. Um, so we wanted something that was just pretty standard, like average middle of the road. Um, and the tarp we designed, actually, that's a whole nother episode we could get into. But the tarp I designed was almost identical. It was the grays, the blues, the light blues of the uniforms just on a floor. And so, um, you know, we I determined there were several things we had looked at. We'd, we were doing a time themed show that year. You can actually find the hands that move time on my website. That was the very first show I ever wrote. And we were doing a time show that year. So we had discussed, well, what if we did time uniforms? You know, what, what if we, you know, made these into clothes? or put numbers all over them. But we just decided that um, it was probably in our best interest to do something that could stand, you know, again, for three to four years, probably. And so, you know, when we when we discussed that, then we kind of we kind of decided that was the best move forward was to design something that was going to allow our, our students to, you know, be really, really confident in what they were wearing, but that would, you know, um, be able to be used for several years. And so, uh, since we were indoors, we did not use, uh, we didn't use plumes or shakos or, you know, anything of the sort, but there are really great options for those as well. When you're looking, if you're designing for your marching band and you put, you know, and you use plumes and shakos, there are even shako prints like covers that you can just, uh, slip on. I think they're, I think they're called slip ons. Anyway, you can slip them onto the shakos and, uh, you know, do a different color of plume or do a different color of feather or something like that. There's just all sorts of options. And so once you kind of decide what your purpose is and decide what it is that you think will best serve your students, the second part is just considering basics of color and design. You know, most of us, uh, at least I'll speak for myself. I won't speak for most of us, but I'll speak for myself. I didn't have any formal training in color and design and balance and blend before I designed my uniforms. And so what I did was I talked to the designer that was 
uh, that was part of our process. And I just said, you know, do you think that put like one of my questions was we're going to do the same color on the tarp that we do on the uniforms. Do you think that's is that going to be OK? Should I do an opposite color? You know, we had that conversation, um, you know, on the on the field. You don't probably want to do, you know, a lot of dark green because you're on a field, you know. But, um, you know, all of those questions are great questions to ask a designer that's done this a bunch of times. Right. This is something even if you've done it two or three times, this might be, you know, something that they've done 10 to 20, hopefully times, you know, or more, a designer is hopefully going to be, you know, probably per season is going to be working with 10 to 20 groups. And so, you know, really just asking those questions and asking your designer, Hey, how can I achieve effectiveness in this? This is what I'm hoping for. Um, and just, you know, as, as long as you really are open to that, just being, just being real with your designer and saying, Hey, you know, obviously I want it to be good, but what do you think the best option moving for forth in this is? And, uh, and like I said, they're the professionals there. That's their job. So um, a couple of just guiding points, offsetting colors with the band and guard is um, a very common thing we do because it also is visually appealing. So if your band is in, you know, blues, like I was saying, I designed blue uniforms. Uh, we put our guard in, um, I think it was in a purple. We had an indoor guard with us that year, um, which isn't total opposite side of the color wheel, I know. But, um, you know, think blues and maybe the guard would be in yellow or, you know, if the if the band is in reds, we're going to put the guard in greens or, or blues or something that is uh, warm versus cool colors is really going to give those two groups the, um, the effectiveness of being separate, if that makes sense. And when you consider the opposite sides of the color wheel, um, that that's really going to help you out. So, you know, you don't have to just think, oh, um, you know, colors that are right next, next to each other on the color wheel, um, may or may not work for what you're trying to do, depending on, depending on what you're trying to do. You know, if you're trying to do a rainbow show or something, you know, like I've, I've seen, um, I've seen a show, there was a show at a local high school where, um, all the students in the band uniforms, they had different color plumes for each section. And it was really cool. I would not have wanted to be the drill designer for that show, but, um, all of the plumes all moved together. And so it was red, orange, yellow, blue, indigo, violet, you know, uh, or R O Y G B. I hope I got that right. Anyway, uh, I didn't write it down. That wasn't in my notes. But anyway, there's just so many different things you can do. And and using that color wheel as your kind of guide forward is a, a really great place to start. And then talk to your designer and just see what their suggestions are, you know. And if the band, if you're, if you're doing a really sectional show, and by that I mean like um, if you're doing a show where you really want to show division in your design – you know, talk about the possibility of, like I said, the plumes on the performers. I've seen that done before. Talk about the the possibilities of sections of the band wearing different colors or having maybe the same basic design, but, you know, a different color woven through each section. You know, th th there are all sorts of options. You don't have to just go with one singular uniform for every student and then one for the guard. You know, gone are the days where, where it is out of our ability to do custom things because that's what these companies, uh, that's what they do. That's what they specialize in. Um, and I, I do want to mention, consider the implications that it has on your drill design. You know, like I said, I would not have wanted to be the drill designer for the group where they always had to be in red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, right in that order. You know, that's, that's a lot to ask. And that's a lot to make sure that you have communicated beforehand and that all the students get the right color. I'm not saying it's not possible, but, you know, just consider the implications. Think about the whole process. Think about from start to finish, from A to Z, you know, how is this going to affect the whole process? Don't get into the middle of your drill setting and go, oh, crap, our trumpets are over here and now it's 
red, blue, indigo, violet, you know, it, it, you know, all the things. So just consider, you know, th- those implications. And then also consider the ability of your students to do the crazy things you're asking of them. So if you're, you know, if you're asking them to wear these, you know, really bright colored things, like for example, I absolutely love the show uh, from Blue Springs. I think it was um, 2019. 2018, I can't remember what year it was, but they did a, a from a different angle show where all the students were in pink and there was pink tarps all over the field. I think I saw them at the Bands of America St. Louis Super Regional, uh, Bands of America Super Regional. It was a fantastic show. They had a vocalist and um, it was just a really great show. But just putting it out there, you know, if you're from a school where your boys would throw a riot if you put them in a pink uniform, that's a problem. So, you know, think through of all those pieces. You know, do you have buy in from your students? Are they, you know, are they going to totally buy in to the crazy things we're asking them to do? Because we ask them to do and play and dance and, you know, kind of be some crazy things. So make sure you, you know, know what the expectation is, that your students know what the expectation is and that you feel comfortable that they're going to rise to that occasion. And, um, and you know, that's that's all part of building that culture of just being innovative and being all in and being a team player. So, uh, so another thing is just consider, we talked about the implications of, you know, what your students are able to do, but also just consider the implications of your design on the effectiveness of your show. So your uniforms, you really have the opportunity to show direct uh, visual energy before you ever get on the field. It's insane. When you do, when you design custom uniforms, you just don't realize how much it impacts. So there was a show um, at, in the area where I was getting my undergraduate degree before I moved to Nashville. They did um, these custom uniforms where they had bl- really dark blues on one side and really bright orange on the back. And the pants were literally split down the middle. And I believe the arms were two, or maybe the arms were one solid color. But anyway, it was insane, guys. Like the, the, the um, split between blue and orange. I remember we talked about the color wheel. So you're seeing very distinct colors. If you're seeing any blue, it's obvious because it's a sea of orange and you got some blue. And um, it is extremely difficult to have if, if to be effective in something like that if your students aren't trained, you know, technically and have a strong uh, basis of technique. It's kind of like that line running down the the side of the pants, the white line running down the side of the pants. If anybody's not marching correctly, it's going to show it. So if you choose to, you know, put a solid color on the front and a solid color on the back that are two opposite sides of the color wheel, and one student is not sliding in the correct way, you're going to, th- those judges are going to call you out, man. Like it's, it's a thing. So, you know, it's great, but let's, let's talk about the great sides of that. So the, um, blues on the front side and oranges on the back side, or whether it was orange on the front or blue on the back, I can't remember. But, um, you know, when the ensemble had a soloistic moment, all the ensemble turned their backs and the solo was the only person in orange or the only person in blue. And it's great to um, spotlight, visually spotlight soloists and guard members. But again, you're going to have a lot of trouble if you don't have that solid technical training from your students. And so don't put your students at a height that they can't achieve because you, you know, you put uniforms on them that highlight their weaknesses. And so those are all things that we're working towards, but just, just a little, um, you know, caveat there, you know? Um, so yeah, just make sure that you, the technique you're showing or perhaps lack thereof is not being displayed. Uh, make sure you're displaying your students' strong suits and not displaying those weaknesses that you're still working on, you know? Um, so I, here's uh, just a few things that I'm just going to list off a few things I wish I knew uh, the process that I went with. I worked with digital performance gear. They 
They were great. My personal designer was fantastic, answered a bunch of our questions, and um, and really just we got a proof of the tarp. We got a proof of the uniform before, I think, before we, uh, or I know we got it before we um, totally gave the final approval, but I would definitely recommend someone like Digital Performance Gear. But here are some things I wish I knew before I started. So different companies, I mentioned Digital Performance Gear, but different companies have different products at different price points. That's kind of, you know, like a duh, right, Jonathan? But they all have an assortment of basically the same things. So the uniforms that are custom are typically made out of Lycra. And our traditional band uniforms are typically made out of polyester. So the Lycra is going to allow students to move around more freely. You're, it's going to give your students the ability to do those ballet movements that you're starting to choreograph into the whole band uh, movement scene into the whole band movement package, not just the guard, not just the visual ensemble, but really into your whole uh, band. And so the material is is different, first of all. So asking, okay, what type of material is this uniform made out of and what's the price difference? And does it really matter? Am I asking my students to do that much movement or is it going to be okay if we are you know, using that polyester? Most custom uniforms that are on the more cost affordable side are not going to be made out of polyester. They're going to be made out of Lycra and it's they're going to be more affordable that way. Um, but with that same thing being said, so the Lycra is is really more of almost like the stretchy material that they would make like tights out of or or your traditional color guard uniforms out of. So um, some uniforms may not have the um, depth of shoulder that you're used to seeing in a band uniform. So some uh, companies, including Digital Performance Gear, actually offers um, built-in shoulder pads. So they will sew in shoulder pads to the Lycra uniform. So that way your students look a little bit more, it's it's still that custom look. It's still a little bit newer and more innovative, but there's a little bit more squared off. They're not just like a t-shirt, if that makes sense. And then um, uh, each of these, from what I can uh, remember in my ex experience and process, um, each of these, you know, the basic is kind of like, you know, your basic shirt, your basic top is not gonna have shoulder pads, but for an additional charge, you can add those shoulder pads in. Uh, same thing with this next thing that I'm going to say. So you have the option to do like a slip on, like literally a t-shirt, which is kind of like a t-shirt with a, um, it's not a turtleneck of sorts, but it is kind of a close uh, neck collar line. So it does all look consistent, but for an additional upcharge, typically you could also do a zip up, you know, you could put a zipper on the back and make it like a traditional band uniform. You know, each of these things, there's so many options. And um, when we did our print, when I designed our prints, we ended up just designing custom tops but we purchased black bottoms because I mentioned the Lycra versus polyester feel. So when we purchased um, the tops, I, I talked to our designer and I said, okay, so, you know, we have black bibs, we have black jumpsuits for our traditional marching band uniforms. Could we just use those? And the designer made the suggestion that, first of all, the movement for indoor is so much heavier than the movement for marching band. And even these days, traditional marching bands are getting so much more into the movement and dance and visual side of things that I do think it's important that even if you are just going with black, I would definitely talk to your designer about getting black bibs in that same Lycra material, stretchy material that the tops are in. Now, if you're on a budget, is it possible to put a custom printed top on top of, you know, black bottoms? 1000% yes, uh, especially outdoors. You know, if you're more than 10 yards away from a student, you're not gonna be able to tell that, that, that those bottoms are Lycra versus polyester or whatever, as long as they're fit well and as long as they've been taking, taken up or taken in. 
So, you know, th- those bibs and the jumpsuits that you purchase from the uniform company uh, with, the, with where you got your tops made, they're going to be made for movement. And they're going to be much less restrictive than your traditional bibs that came with your traditional uniforms. Um, if you're going to, you know, for more of a flowy look, it's going to allow for a much more broader range of motion to purchase, um, you know, the solid bottoms. Now, uniform companies will also have custom uh, designed bottoms as well. Now, I did not design custom bottoms bottoms uh because the the just blank black bibs or blank i don't even know if they do white but we did black um black bibs was cheaper than doing a designed bib obviously but you know if you're if you're in a place where like we talked about earlier maybe you are coming to the end of the life cycle of your traditional band uniforms and you're like man i just i could afford the tops but not the bottoms this year um and we're gonna you know move more towards in this place you could definitely get away with doing just the tops and having the bottoms um if you're not asking your students to do a ton of movement so you know for indoor this is key because that's that's what I was designing it for right was indoor season drumline you're traditionally much closer to the audience so you're going to be you know you're going to be afforded a much broader spectrum of movement than we are traditionally on a marching band field because you've got that track in between you and you've got the space but you know really there's it, it's all it's all about what works and what serves your students and your program you know again um if if the primary driving force for you is we need a solution and we don't have a ton of money this year or we, we have enough to do half. We have enough to do the tops and maybe the bottoms next year. You can definitely talk to your designer about that. I'm again, not a designer, but here's some things I wish that I did know when I was designing. And so um, just a couple more things that I think are worth considering. So consider the resale value. You can actually get several years out of custom uniforms. There are a lot of groups that are definitely doing the, this uniform fits for this show and we're doing this show and then we're going to get rid of them and get another pair next year. That's awesome. That's great. But you can get, I would say, three to four years. I mean, if you push it and take really good care of them, maybe five. I, I've never I've never personally had kids use uniforms for five years, but I would say you could definitely get two to four years of solid use out of a custom-designed uniform. And, I mean, they, they're just... When you think about the amount of times that students really actually wear uniforms, you know, you're, you're talking maybe a half dozen times to a dozen times, depending on how, you know, strenuous your travel season is and contest season. So, you, you know, you could really get several years out of custom uniforms. If you traditionally are getting band uniforms, uh, you know, every five to seven years, maybe even 10 years, um, you know, the amount of money that you're spending on traditional band uniforms you know, every seven years, you could potentially get a new set of custom uniforms every year for around the same price or every two years. Um, You know, these will not last long as traditional uniforms. You know, you're not going to look up in 20 years. You know, I I know some schools that are still, they're still running on uniforms from 20 years ago and all power to you. Um, Your custom uniforms are not going to last that long, but I would say the lifespan of a, of a custom uniform, if it's a, you know, Lycra printed, you're probably looking at, you know, extended five years. Um, But, you know, if that's something that really excites you and you're like, you know, we, we have the budget to do a traditional uniform, you know, every five to seven years. And so instead we're going to do a fully custom uniform every two years or every year, you know, depending on how those numbers break down for you. I do want to say they're not going to be the same look as your traditional uniforms, but you've got to remember that's not the point. The point is they are fully custom designed. They are fully made to your students and they're a different fabric. So they're going to look 
look totally different. But if you're looking for an option that you can get your whole group in that design, and you can get them all in the same, you know, really, really, they could be in the same or they could be different. And then if you don't like it next year, you have a different design. You know, there are lots of options. And that is what is exciting about this activity and how fast things like this are moving is we are getting companies that are seeing the um, really the we're seeing the fruit of competition in the marketplace with this. We have a lot of companies that are giving us different options. And, you know, consider speaking of excitement, you know, students get excited over new things. You know, consider how your students are going to react to your new uniforms. You know, consider how your home crowd at football games, how how they might be excited over your new look. You know, um, is your home football game crowd going to have strong thoughts about the colors on your uniform or how they look on your students. You know, if your uh, school is diehard school spirit and they've got to be in school colors, you know, that's a, that's a thought to consider when you're uh, designing your uniforms. That's not to say that you have to have the school name on the uniforms, you know, unless you, you know, unless you think in your community, that's important, but you can still do some really great things with your school colors and still have a really solid uniform. That's not just a traditional band uniform if that's what you're looking for. And um, yeah, and so the other thing is, I think is, again, just consider what your students are going to be excited about and comfortable in because we want students to feel 100% proud of not only the activity that they are part of, but significant pride in their school and their band and their show and their music and their student or and their friends and their, their co-performers, their peers. And you don't want to do absolutely anything that would detract from that. And so again, I I think there are so many pieces that I, there is no way you could say every single group needs to do this or every single group should or should not do this. I'm just giving you some suggestions from things that I uh, really think were helpful for me during the design process and things that maybe I wish somebody had told me. And you know what? If you are even considering custom uniforms, I would definitely encourage you to go download my complete uniform design assessment. You can find that in the show notes below. I'll link it in the show notes below. It's a free download. It's an assessment that really walks you through some different ideas and asks you, is this more like your situation? How exactly does this line up with your, with your situation? And then actually leads you through some prompts that says, you know, here's some things you may have not thought about if, you know, if you're really on the custom uniform train, but money's an issue. Let's talk about some ways and some unique ways that you can really still look absolutely stellar on the field for less money. And, you know, if, if money's not an issue, here's some suggestions that you, I think you will appreciate as you work down the road on this process. So make sure you check out the show notes below. That is also a part of my complete design assessment online. So both of those are together. You can either download, if you go to jonathanmartinmusic.com backslash podcast, you can download the full design guide assessment and it's included in there, or you can just get the uniform assessment and uh, it's a several page guide. And there's also an article in there that is taken directly from the Jonathan Martin Music blog that talks about five things I wish I would have known. It's a little bit shorter than the episode. I've also got a bonus episode coming out right after this one where uh, I actually just read through the blog on the podcast. So it gives you a chance just to hear it if you don't have time to sit down and read it. So yeah, this has been just such a great episode talking about all the different pieces of custom uniform design. Man, there, we could just do, we could do like a masterclass on this. So if you have thoughts and you want to connect with me, please send me an email or send me a direct message. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Jonathan underscore Martin underscore music. Again, that's Jonathan underscore Martin underscore music music, or you can send me an email. You can email me at info at jonathanmartinmusic.com. 
Guys, once again, this has been the Stronger Marching Podcast. It's been a joy to be with you today. I hope you'll join me the next time. Once again, my name's Jonathan. I'll see you next time.